Get out of your own way. Stop sabotaging your goals and sabotaging your life. Stay tuned. Welcome, 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 party people, to the latest episode of the Joker the King podcast. Uh, I changed my shirt. I wanted to get a little bit more comfortable here. Um, Let me ask you a question. I have a question for you. Have you ever set a big, ambitious goal, and after a while of working your goal, you slow down or procrastinate, or you do something that works against your goal. Kind of like taking one step forward and then two steps back. That is the idea here in today's episode. Uh, Self-sabotage. We're going to talk about self-sabotage, getting in your own way. But I'm not just going to talk about why self-sabotage happens. I'm going to give you some actual strategies to stop the sabotaging and get yourself moving back in the right direction. So let's get started here. Um, First off, self-sabotage is a common behavior in which we hold ourselves back from achieving our full potential. It's a destructive pattern that can prevent us from reaching our goals. It ultimately leads to frustration and disappointment Self-sabotage can be defined as any behavior that undermines our own success, period. It is a self-defeating pattern. It causes us to do things that harm ourselves, even though we know it will have negative consequences. For example, suppose you start a brand new diet. Then the weekend finally gets here and you tell yourself that eating this bacon, double cheeseburger and chocolate shake will not hurt you that bad. You just got in your own way. You just sabotaged your diet on the first week. You know that double cheeseburger and chocolate shake are obstacles to your goal, but you do it anyway. Or here's another example for some of you out there and you know who I'm talking about. You're sitting at home alone late at night in front of the TV. And then you get that sudden urge to send that late night text to that exact young woman who you swore you were never going to talk to again. Cause all she does is ruin your life. So what do you do? You text her anyway. That is a form of self-sabotage. Other forms of self-sabotage include negative self-talk, Uh, pervasive self-doubt, and also procrastination. Procrastination is probably the most common type of self-sabotage. So there are two things to focus on here. The first question is why, right? Why do we self-sabotage? What is happening inside of ourselves that compels us to do something we already know is harmful? And the second question is what do we do about it? What strategies are out there to help us avoid these self-sabotaging behaviors? So let's look at that first question, why? 
Why do we self-sabotage? Where does it come from? Well, here's the answer, uh, or part of the answer. It's actually a mixture of something called approach avoidance conflict combined with your brain's automatic way of trying to protect you. Approach avoidance conflict is this fancy term given to us around 90 years ago by this researcher named Kurt Lewin. Basically, it's like being met with two choices, that one like an angel on your shoulder and the other like the devil on your other shoulder, right? You know you have to go to eat a salad and work out in the gym, but right next to the gym is a jack-in-the-box drive through selling that bacon double cheeseburger and chocolate shake. We know that the fast food burger and chocolate shake will cause harm to our fitness goals, but our brain kicks in automatically switching it up, telling our body, hey, there's going to be temporary struggle in the gym. There's going to be temporary pain in that workout. So let me protect you by giving something that will make you feel better. Remember, you used to like burgers and chocolate shakes. You really like those things. Psychology keeps reminding us that almost all of the habits that we have are being run on autopilot. There are things that we do automatically without thinking about them that were ingrained in us from childhood and self-sabotage is oftentimes a way for your brain to protect you from what your brain perceives as a threat or some negative situation, right? Think about that other example, right? Think about that after hours, Netflix and chill, late night text message to the exact crazy person you told yourself to stay away from. Your brain twists the situation making you think that the late night text message is the right decision to ease the pain and struggle of being alone at night. So you send that text message, you send that text message in order to ease that loneliness, but then you end up in bed with the exact person who's going to turn your life into crap. All of this self-sabotage is especially difficult for men why is that? Well, in our society, men often feel pressure to succeed and pressure to live up to certain societal expectations. And many times we mentally break under this pressure and feel inadequate and feel self-doubt or feel like we just can't make it. And we try to cope with self-sabotaging behaviors by drinking or drugs or pornography or gambling, or even simply withdrawing from the folks in our life so that they don't see that we're falling short of our goals, right? We do these self-sabotaging behaviors as men. Another thing about us men is that we are more likely to avoid help. We tend to feel ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help. And this leads to even more self-sabotaging behaviors. So the final question, what can we do about it? How do we stop this self-sabotaging behavior? Well, the very first step is self-awareness. Now, if you've been here listening to the past 20 episodes 
of this Joker to King podcast, then you know that everything starts with self-awareness. You cannot change what you cannot see. How can you possibly solve a problem that you don't even realize exists in the first place? You have to increase your capacity for self-awareness. When you procrastinate on a task or when you fall off of your diet or you skip a week of working out or you fill your mind with self-doubt, don't beat yourself up too much. Just, Just recognize it afterwards and be honest with yourself, right? For example, I realized that I procrastinate the most when I have to grade essays for my college students. I don't like grading essays, but I recognize that about myself and that awareness is the first step. So what's step number two? The second step is to write your goals down on paper. Think about this. Think about this and really pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. You cannot depend on your brain to hold on to your goals if it's the same brain that's trying to sabotage you. Let me say that again in a, in a, in a different way. You cannot depend on your brain to push you out of your comfort zone and motivate you to your goal if your brain is the one actively trying to sabotage you and keep you in your comfort zone. Take your goals and your discipline out of your brain and write it down in your journal. Write it down on paper. That way you have something solid to refer to with all the steps on reaching your goal. And the third step, the third step is to use discipline instead of motivation. Focus on discipline instead of motivation, right? If you need help getting to the gym, find a workout workout partner to hold you accountable. If you keep putting off getting that business license, set a deadline and then ask your best friend to remind you about the deadline, right? It's not about motivation. It's about discipline outside of yourself. If you keep calling that crazy ex-girlfriend in the middle of the night, Delete her contact from your phone. (laughs) Never use motivation when discipline works so much better. The bottom line is this. Number one, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and forgive yourself for past mistakes. Number two, identify those triggers. Identify those situations that trigger those self-sabotaging behaviors. Number three, seek help. Seek an accountability partner or a coach or a therapist, depending on how deep and harmful your level of sabotage really is. And always, always, always develop healthy habits, exercise, meditate, eat well. And finally, set smaller goals. Maybe that's the key for some of you. Maybe your goals are too big. Set smaller goals that are achievable and help to build that momentum and boost the confidence along the way. All right, so every week I give you a mission to do. And your mission this week, Joker the King family, is this. Pick a goal that you have for the upcoming week 
write it down. Then write down some of the self-sabotaging behaviors that might get in the way to reaching that goal. Get ahead of the behavior now by figuring out an alternative. That way you can avoid the self-sabotaging behavior before it even happens. There you go. Now, before I let you go, let me remind you that you can use the advice link on the Joker to King website to ask an anonymous question or to suggest a topic for a future episode. Just go to jokertoking.com, click on the advice link, and it's right there. Get all the information you need. As always, stay safe, take care of yourself, and while you're at it, take care of someone else. Peace.